Hola, hola. It's your girl, Erica from America. Welcome to the Confidence Chronicles podcast. This podcast is all about helping you stand in who you are. Stop giving a fuck what people think about you. Start standing as your fully expressed self. As you are, queen, as is, there is no filter needed. You are fucking awesome. And I am here to remind you. I'm a confidence coach, a business mentor, a speaker, an author, and I am obsessed with women standing up, showing up, and creating their confidence. And I cannot wait to dig into today's episode with you. Hello, my friends. Okay, so today's episode is a special impromptu chat. Hamish and I were talking right after we did a coaching call for the Startup Squad, which is my coaching program for female coaches, consultants, and therapists. And basically, we support women to make money, make impact, and grow their coaching businesses anywhere from starting out till 20K a month. So Startup Squad is the jam. And we were really inspired after having a session. We had a masterclass And we wanted to share about, you know, the importance of overcoming your fear and overcoming that self-belief and the lack of when you don't believe you can do something and that internal drive and that not giving up and creating the consistency that is necessary to have a business that sustains, that makes money, that blows up, that makes impact, that helps multiple people. You know, sometimes it gets really hard in business. You know, it's like raising a kid. It's so personal development. It's not even funny. It's so difficult. And so I was interviewing Hamish and asking him some questions about, you know, How is it that we could stay consistent? How is it that we can have that internal drive and fire? And what is necessary if we're going to be out here building businesses and following our dreams? What's necessary if we're going to make this shit happen? And so this is just a little impromptu Q&A that we did together. And I thought it'd be great to share it with you because I think this will really support you if you are trying to build your business, if you're trying to do something you've never done, if you're trying to go against the grain, if you feel flat, if you feel like you're stuck, if you feel like, fuck, this is so hard. Like, why should I keep doing this? Should I even keep going? If you're questioning any of that, this episode is for you. I hope you enjoy it. Okay, friends. Ms. Kramer and I are very excited. We just wanted to come here while we're eating our side bowl and reflecting. We just had a gorgeous Johnny's inside of the startup squad sharing about building your business and the importance of your heart and your hustle and the consistency and the desire, right? And we were talking about how so many people in business, in our business, in the coaching world, in the therapeutic businesses, they don't make it to make six figures or seven figures. And it's not because they're not good at what they do and it's not because they can't or it's too hard or it's flooded. It's because they don't have that grit, that fucking oomph to keep going. And I wanted to ask you, Mr. Kramer, what do you feel like gives you that fucking drive? Because shit gets hard, right? Like shit gets hard, but we don't give up. What do people need to do in order to get that oomph to keep going? Well, for me, right, if I go, if I think about it, I never want to be the same person I was yesterday. Mm. I hate that. I don't want a year to go by and I haven't pushed myself or achieved something or... Different, yeah. 
if I'm the same person from 12 months ago, there's something wrong. And I think I've had that mm. always, mm. that always improvement. I don't know where it comes from. Yeah, yeah. Maybe it's from immigrant families. One thing I did remember now thinking about it, my parents came from Sri Lanka. So I know I don't have the difficult upbringing that you did, but my parents lived in a third world country in Sri Lanka. Australia was offering, you know, refuge to come to this country to start a new life. And I remember my mum telling me the story about how they all worked in Sri Lanka. They all saved up enough money and they Mm. bought one airplane ticket. My uncle flew over. He worked to save up one ticket and got my auntie over. And when they kept doing that and brought each brother and sister over and then finally my grandparents came over to start a life. And I was like, what a struggle mm. that would have been to save up an air flight. Like we go on air flights like it's just let's book it. They spent one months and months to get one person over at a time mm. so that they could have a new life. And I think about that and, and I think it would dawned on me at a very young age, what a great opportunity that I was being given because of the sacrifices my ancestors, my uncles, aunties, family had made in order for me to have a better life and education. If they didn't, Mm. I would be some kid living in Sri Lanka right now, potentially, maybe living a very different life. So I think very early on, I saw that sacrifice and knew that they didn't sacrifice all of that for me Mm. to be average, for me to believe mediocre. I was like, if I felt at a very young age, it was my duty mm. to take it to the next level and to build on it so that future generations, our kids, would have even better opportunities or more opportunities or mm. a better, even better life. And I think that's been the driving force. How young were you when you figured that out? Oh, gosh. You think? Isn't that interesting? It would have been a story that you would have heard. Thank goodness that they told you that. Because yeah. some kids of parents that are immigrants, like first gen, are fucking spoiled. And they got the other side where they're like... I know in America, a lot of the kids, they'll be like, don't speak Spanish. You're ghetto. Like, don't speak Spanish. Speak English. And, like, Spanish kids don't want to speak Spanish. Or the parents shame them about Spanish because they don't want to sound like immigrants, yeah, but they, they are. are. Mm. And then instead of being like, yo, my family lives some shit, they're like, no, I'm not. I don't speak Spanish. Nope. It's like this shameful, which is another form of trauma, right, as well. But mm. how old were you? Because I, I feel like that impacted you quite a bit. It did. I don't know. I was young. I'm talking, like, maybe... Like 12 or 13, like early mm. teens, maybe. Wow. Because I think once I really got to high school, that's really where I think I dug in deep to do things that I needed to do. I don't yeah. know. It's important. Um, it's important telling the stories because, like, if you don't know, you just think this is how it always is. Like, our kids now, like, shit, they think that I pay with the phone. Can I pay, mommy? I'm like, with what money? They're like, with your phone. I'm like, okay. Mm. So there's so much that, you know, we've had to share and, and let them know about what we've built and how we've built it. And now we've built the house and they've been living in this tiny ass house. that's not great. I mean, it's cute, but it's not like, you know, locks and new. And they've been in that house and now they've seen us break the broken house is what they call it. Moving from the broken house. And now the broken house looks fucking amazing. And now we're going to move to a new space. And I think it was good that they got to see that we had to build that. And they helped us. Like the broken house is now an amazing house and it'll just get better and better. But that experience, I do feel in the future, our kids will look back and I do feel like that will impact something about them. Yeah. Like when you want something, you work, you build it, you care for well, it. That's what we try to show them as best we oh, can. hundred percent, right? we have to. Like, I mean, it's is, hard, right? Because we get so much. Everything. 
So we try to as best we can to <laughs> yeah show them that stuff takes hard work. Like it's hard work. Mm -hmm. Whether you like it or not, nothing is given to you. Nothing is owed to you. Nobody owes you shit. Mm -hmm. Nobody. And no one else gives a damn. So I think you really have to know that hard work goes a long way. Education is a blessing. Mm -hmm. It really is. Education is a blessing. Being educated, being allowed and access to education. And those are the some of the fundamentals, I think. Well, you, were, you shared something with me and I really loved it. It was like that desire versus that commitment. Like, oh, I really want to have a successful business. Oh, I really want to make six figures. Interested and committed. I'm interested. Like, I'd love that. I'd love a Lamborghini. I'd love to have that. Like, if you ever said that, like, I would love to have this. That would be great. Yes, I want more money. Yeah, I'd love to have, you know, a healthy body. Yeah, I'd love to have a loving relationship. I would love to have that. Cool versus I'm committed. And I'm committed to do whatever the fuck it takes. This masterclass we just had, we just heard from Janice and she was sharing about how she said something and I just had to stop her. She's like, I learned how to do this. I learned how to do SEO. I learned about landing pages. I learned, and I was like, did you hear that? Like people ask me all the time, are you techie? I'm like, I am not techie. I'm not tech savvy. I don't identify as someone who knows about tech like at all. But I identify as someone who's gonna figure the fuck out how to do it if I need to do it. So I'm great at Kajabi. I know landing pages. I worked out how to do reels. I figured out how to do social media. I learned about WordPress. I learned about, I fucking learned about everything because it was the way to build my business. So I didn't go, oh, I don't know how to do that. What the fuck are you gonna sit around and wait for somebody to teach you? No one's coming, baby. Like, you gotta go on YouTube and YouTube University and watch the videos because you want to learn, because you want to create that thing. Because that's that commitment. Like, no matter what the fuck happens, the goals that we have, they are coming true. <laughs> we are not gonna stand in our own way. No one's gonna stand in our way, but we'll be damned if it's us. Mm -hmm. Those goals are happening because we are creating them and we are finding a way instead of finding an excuse, instead of going, I'm interested, but I couldn't do it. That's fucking bullshit. And yeah. too much of, we need to raise your standards. Like your standards needs to raise and you need to be like, I don't accept mediocrity for myself and people around me and I'm not taking no for an answer and I'm turning the stone and finding a fucking way. And when you have that attitude, you fucking make it. And then yeah. people go, how did you do that? And you're like, yo, we're fucking committed. Plus also, and I say this respectfully, yeah, you aren't special in your situation. Mm. You've said this before. Yeah. There is someone with your situation that's done it. You can find them. Mm -hmm. Whatever you're going through right now, whatever excuse you're using, someone else has not chosen to use that as an excuse. Yeah. They've had the very same thing of you, if not worse, and have made something or have achieved their goals. That's what drives me. Every time I'm like, it's too hard, I'm thinking, there's somebody out there Mm. who's not telling themselves that and he's working twice as hard as me. There was someone that is more disadvantaged than me that is working three times as hard as me. Yeah. So it makes my little problems or my situation or my pity party, it gets me out of it mm -hmm. because someone else is hustling and making it happen and I'm sitting here blaming my circumstances. Mm. And if someone else has done it from a worse vantage point, then why can't I? I always say that. Mm -hmm. And that means just searching and finding out how other people did it. How did so-and-so get over this hurdle? How did so-and-so get over that hurdle? It's the information is there. Yo. The know-how is there. You just More have so to look. Ever. More so than ever. And one of the you got an internet connection, you have the world. You're done. One of the things we said 
and Janice was sharing too, it was like, she had to figure all that out. So it took her a long time. She actually said, making the first six figures is gonna take three to six years. Mm. And there's these unicorn people that will do it in one year. And I was like, I'm one of those unicorns. And the only reason I was able to do it, because we were fucked. I'm talking like end of the line, like you about to die. Like we were at the edge going, if we don't do it, we're gonna die. It wasn't like, I'd like to, I want to, like we have to, oh, we're fucked. The electricity's gone, we have no food, we're fucked. Mm -hmm. So it was at that extreme level. And when you push yourself to the low extreme, like that, that rock bottom, horrible extreme, it's almost like you bounce off. Like you don't just go a little bit, you're like, fuck that. Yeah. So that was our thing that year. And if you think about it, and you might be here as well, right? We also, we, 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 I'd studied business. Like I was in business from 22, I think just as I finished uni. But I'm done business, I was, you know, around it. and started a few that had failed, et cetera, et cetera, right? Me and Erica combined had about 30 to 40 years of experience, you know, mm. the working in a business, starting a business, having business coaches, mentors, blah, 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 right? Had all this knowledge and nothing put all that fucking knowledge. We had those knowledge for at, two years. We had a lot of a long time. So if you're there going, oh, you know, you're not resonating, we want you to know that we were there. Like we knew all the stuff that we now apply, we knew it all. <laughs> like, we had all the information, it was drilled into us. We had some of the best mentors and coaches you can find. But do you think we applied it 100%? Not even close. It nope. took us to being in a financially risky Fuck. position <laughs> and the shame of that like for yeah. me I don't you know for me especially being a dad of two kids and being in a worse situation than I was when I was in my 20s was very embarrassing mm. and the pain of embarrassment was greater than any suffering that I thought I was going to have to go through in order to make mm. these businesses work and I think that was the turning point for us. It was a wake-up call. Mm. We're like, what the fuck have we been doing? We've been studying this business shit for so many years. We've got all the ingredients. We've got them all, but we're not having anything, any fruition from it. So it was that that made us we focus. We did. And we're to be honest, we were spending shot. our time doing things that Fucking weren't important. Around. We were spending money on things that weren't important. Mm -hmm. It wasn't a top priority. Let's be honest. Other were we like were. content or comfortable maybe? We were comfortable. Comfortable like a, is the killer. Comfort is the killer. killer. And let me tell you something. There's nothing wrong in being comfortable, but it's not our nature to stay there. Your happiness actually comes from, and this is what I've discovered for me recently, comes from the challenges, comes from being outside of your comfort zone mm -hmm. because you grow. And so, like, even we'll be, like, in a really difficult situation. Oh, I can't wait for a... The house to be built. I can't wait for this to happen. I can't wait. And when I'm there, I'll be able to relax. And that's bullshit. Right? Yes, it's going to be wonderful when the house is ready and all these wonderful things we achieve come to fruition. But we'll take a moment and be grateful and thankful for that all that we have received and things that we have achieved and we'll enjoy it. And then we're going to get back out there and find something else mm -hmm. that's going to challenge us. We're going to actively look for things that fuck us up. Yeah. Because in that will be... At least I'm actively looking for things to push me as opposed to life having to push me and be yeah. uncomfortable. Mm. And I think that's the difference now that we go, let's find it. Where are the areas of our lives that need work? Mm. Where are we not 100%? We go looking for it. Yeah. We want to work on it before life goes, 
hey, I'm going to show it to you and show it to you in the most inconvenient, uncomfortable way. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. So there has to be a, a greater force. And also I think the last thing is you have to know thyself. When I met Hamish, I was the hype, crazy, unstoppable, like a sonic ball, a hot pink sonic ball. Nothing has changed. A fury and fire. Whoa, look, fucking touch me and you're going to get burned. Right? It's like, watch out, right? And then Hamish was like chilling, wisdom, mustache, turtle in the hair kind of thing. Like he was like a little wisdomful turtle, the man bun. Actually, you didn't have a man bun back then. I didn't. No. no. Anyway, Hamish was more like the turtle, the hair, like the little chilled. We're going to pace. We're going to go slow. I need a break now. I'm tired. I don't really want to talk to people. I don't want to do this. What are we doing a video for in the middle of the day? Shit like that. So he was him and I was me and I didn't confuse us. It's like, you get to be you and you do you and I'm gonna do me. And when we started getting into the business together, there was a time where I needed to be my energy for myself. Like there was no one hyping me up. There was no one going, you got this. There was no one supporting. There was no one. I had to be that internal fire blazer. My fire had to stay alive. I had to keep putting logs in the fire myself, fire starting myself, right? And because I was able to do that, Hamish started taking little bits of fire from me, little bits of fire in his own way because he wanted to do still who he is. He doesn't need to become me. So you don't need to become anyone. But if you're not internally lit up and you're waiting for someone else to fucking fire start you or you're waiting for someone else to do something, it's not going to happen. So you have to have that your own. And then you become so magnetic and on fire and your fire starts spreading. And people are like, I want to catch flame with you. Like, set me on fire too. Like, I want to be a part of this. And this is also how you build community and how you build a tribe and how you build the, the people that care about your brand as much as you do. And so we caught fire. Hamish caught fire. And then he was like, shit. And then now you have this fire, this longevity, this like, uh-uh-uh. But I had to have the fire or or he would have had to have it and then I would have to catch it. So I think it's really important to know yourself. If you are a slow, like a sleepy, slow, calm person, you don't have much energy and you're like, I want to build this business and I'm going to do whatever it takes. You can, I'm going to build this business. I'm going to do whatever it takes. It's probably not going to happen. So know who you are. And what would you say as a last thing, if someone is more sleepy, more calm, more chilled, they're not really on fire with something like I would say, and I would love to know what you say. Mm. I don't know if you're going to make it because mm. there's a billion, a billion motherfuckers out there on social media showing the fuck up. I'm not saying you need to be hyper. I'm not saying you need to be an extrovert. But when it comes to showing up and creating your business and making money and serving people and putting yourself out there, I just don't know how someone that doesn't have that internal fire can do it. What do you say to that? Because um, you were both and now you're fire, but you weren't. I think, I think you can still do it. Mm -hmm. I don't think you need to be loud and, I'm not saying that. and over the top, or, but you do need to bring a certain focus and consistency. So that's to to everything. Like energy. You have to have energy for that. Yeah, but yours can be like, I'm going to do a lot of things. No, I'm, I'm not saying be, like be like me. Like... I'm saying, but like, if you're like, oh, this is so hard. Oh, I don't know if I can do this. Like, oh, I'm fucking tired. Like, well, you, you can't, you can't have you excuses. Won't make it. It's not going to happen. If, if you're low of energy and everything is hard for you and you can't get into your own mind to really clear that. Yeah. I, I don't think you're going to make it in terms of energy. You don't have to be 
a hype no person. Way. I'm not psycho. If you're quiet and, and more conservative and more introverted, that's okay. But nothing is going to replace hard work as in showing up, creating content, mm. making contacts, networking, asking, showing up on uh, camera. asking for sales, chasing up leads, mm. marketing your business. That shit has to happen. Mm. So whether you do that in a energetic, explosive way or whether you do it in a bit more of a calm, chilled way, yeah. it doesn't really matter. At the end of the day, the work and the consistency has to be done. So if you find that a lot of things get in your way, easily and you're shaken easily mm. then i would say then that's something you need to look at because you will be shaken you will be pushed and you need to use those places as an opportunity yeah. to push harder and keep going yesterday my teacher in school said to me that if you don't live with people if you live alone if you're single if you don't have love in your life if you don't have great friends or family you don't have a good environment around you and you're a single lone a lone wolf kind of person you are more likely to get caught up in situations, you're more likely to become stagnant. You're more likely to feel like a victim in your life. You're more likely to attract really strange relationships because mm -hmm. you don't, yeah, he was saying, he was like, those are the people when they're therapists and they live alone and they don't do anything and you get a client and your client falls in love with you and you fall in love with your client mm -hmm. because you've got no life outside of this. And so it's super important that you do the work on you and that you make sure that what you're doing is actually supporting you so that you can build your own energy and build your own fire because this shit's hard. At the end of the day, it's fucking hard. We just wanted to drop in with this like impromptu video to let you know that you gotta have that internal fire if you wanna make this shit happen. It's not easy for anyone. Self-doubt will come. It's not if, it's will. What are you doing? Get around a community, get mentors to support you so that you're not doing this shit by yourself. Okay, we love you. Thank you so much for listening. I freaking love you. I appreciate you. Thank you for your ears and your energy and your attention. Thank you for letting me into your world. And thank you so much for listening and tuning in to this podcast. There are so many podcasts you can listen to. And I deeply, deeply, for real, for real, appreciate you listening to mine. Do me one big favor. One big thing. Please share this episode or this podcast with a woman who you know needs to hear this. This is my mission on planet Earth to serve as many women as possible so that we could show up, stand up, speak up, and create the confidence and the life that we desire. I appreciate you, my love. I will see you on the next episode. 